0: Welcome to the Central Connection Podcast with your hosts, Tiffany Trueblood and Beth Presley. Today, we'll be talking with Chris Montgomery, Vice President of Central Access. Well, hello
1: there. Welcome to the Central Connection Pod, also known as the CCP. We know energy. Oh, yes, we do. Welcome. This is our first episode. I... And while your host, I'm Tiffany Trueblood and... And I'm Beth Presley. And we are both in the Marketing and Communications Department here at Central Alabama Electric Cooperative. And this is our first show. I'm a little little excited. It's going to be great. It's going to be good. It's going to be good times. Uh Good times. Um, We are so happy if you're listening. um, It's our first one, so... Congratulations to all three of you who are probably <laughs> listening right now. But we hope you have a good time. And uh, the po- you're probably wondering why is my electric utility have a podcast? That's an excellent question. It me. is one. There's a lot going on. We need you guys to know about, and we're going to discuss a whole bunch of stuff. Hopefully, in this long tenure of this podcast. And uh, so today we're just going to start. We are going to start with something very exciting. What is it, Tiffany? It's the internet. The interwebs. It is. And a very big part of the internet is our first guest, who is Chris Montgomery. Hey, Chris.
2: Hey, guys. Good morning.
1: Good morning. Thank you for joining us. Hey, look,
2: I'm honored to be the first guest. It's an incredible opportunity.
1: It is. And you should be. Of course I am. It is. But we're really excited because what you um, are over and what we're going to talk about today is something that has been a hot topic and something everyone's been really excited about, and that is... Central Access.
2: Absolutely. It is a hot topic and it's it's been fun. It's been a crazy three years, but it's been fantastic. So where do we want to go with this? Central Access.
1: For those who may not be familiar, if they haven't heard, if they haven't seen all the pamphlets, the advertisements, the social, all the things we have, but some people haven't heard about it. What is Central Access?
2: Uh, great question. And, you know, so we've been building our Uh, broadband network for over three years now, and we still run into people on our network that do not know who Central Access is. Uh, Central Access is the the, uh, wholly owned subsidiary or company of Central Alabama Electric Cooperative. Uh, We we started Central Access as an internal need. So with that, uh, we needed quality service to our substations and offices. We have 24 substations, six offices that needed good communication. You know, as you guys know, we are a rural cooperative, so some of those areas did not have uh, connectivity, either mobility or, you know, broadband. So we needed that, but also it, in serving our own need, we realized that a lot of our members, our power members, did not have quality broadband. Some didn't have mobility service as well. So we realized that in an effort to serve our need, we could also serve our members. And that's what a cooperative does. It takes care of our members.
1: And the amazing thing about this is when uh, we decided to do this, this was PC, pre-COVID. We had Absolutely. no idea how this insane the world was going to turn and how reliant. Before, internet was like, yeah, it's cool. I mean, I can like, I don't know. What do you do? Play well, video games? You know, there's
2: always there's always been a need for Internet. But really, people didn't realize what that need is until you have, you know, all of America working from home. Kids are at home. You know, they, they're trying to do school at home. And, of course, the parents are like, how the heck can we do this? So we actually, that's, that's a good point. Um, so we started in 2019, and everything was going great. Uh, we did our first installs of March 2020. What happened right after March 2020? Bam! Boom, COVID hit. So we actually slowed down for a moment. uh, And then we quickly realized, no, we got to keep going. People really needed us to place broadband and fiber to their homes. So we continued. We actually put on uh, Tyvek suits and masks and stuff. Because at that early stage of COVID, we didn't know what COVID was.
1: Yeah, and people wanted the internet they at that point the they were they didn't really care exactly. <laughs> they just wanted it um so that's also man I, I love that um if you see across the country it looks like co-ops are really leading this charge of getting f- high speed reliable and affordable because there are options out there sometimes that are a little more pricey internet to people that have just been kind of left
2: yeah you know uh- The co-ops have been in business for over 80 years and, you know, providing power service. We know how to provide power service, quality service to our members. Um, What was missing was the communication side of it. And it's difficult for large corporations uh, that have an existing network to be able to provide service to rural people. It's very expensive. But that's one thing cooperatives do is they provide quality service, good service and they do it you know with with that cooperative touch so they know how to do that and so not only us central alabama electric cooperative and central access but cooperatives across the country have been you know pushing the charge for fiber broadband service to their residents and to their members
0: so chris just as you mentioned um People are familiar with cooperatives and the fact that we operate differently than other businesses and other organizations. So with that in mind, since central access is associated with the co-op, can people expect that same kind of difference when it comes to – dealing like every day, dealing like with making every, a phone yeah.
2: call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, ab- absolutely. So with Central Access, uh, you know, for one, it, it's the co-op. So you're dealing with the same customer service representatives uh, that are here local in our offices. So uh, you're dealing with those guys that, that you've been talking to for years or you've been pulling through the drive-thru and, and hopefully smiling at them for the past, you know, 80 years. Um, so yeah, so that that's one thing there. Um, the linemen as well. Uh, we do have our fiber technicians. Uh, we have the power lineman. Uh, again, you know those guys have embraced it and and uh, they're placing some of the fiber as well. But then with that cooperative touch, um, of course, as a co-op, uh, you know you have tight margins as you are working for the members and you you, you do things on a cooperative um, approach. Same thing with central access. Uh, it is a for-profit business, but yet we have that co-op mentality. So we are, you know, getting the most bang for the buck. We, we want to provide the service, a uh, quality service, but also, you know, keep it at a uh, affordable price.
1: Because we're not in this for the money because it's, once again, like it's a co-op way. So we, we we have to make some money so we can run a business. But once again, this is really just about providing that service.
2: Absolutely. You know, but, you know, with that, to that point, you know, we ha- we're we placing, you know, over 3,000 miles of fiber. And this is fiber to the home, fiber to your house. If you're on Central Alabama Electric Cooperative's power, you know, which majority of our members are aerially served, uh, we'll have fiber to the home. So it, you have to maintain it. We just had a crazy storm on Woo! January the 12th. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that went, I think it was 76 miles across our entire territory. Was, yeah. So... With that, we're having to replace power lines, power poles, but also fiber and fiber service drops to the homes. So, you know, it, you have to maintain it. So it is difficult.
1: Well, you, you're sitting there talking about the fiber to the home. So for some of our, we have some techie people out there. I am not a techie person. I break most technology. Which, by the way, I have central access. I have not broken it or had a problem with it. Very so nice. that's a, that's a good thing for me. But. For people out there, what makes our service stand out on that if more techie side? But don't be too techie. Yeah, Explain sure. it for me. Yeah, but no, yes.
2: absolutely. So, um, again, we're, you know, we're fiber to the home. So um, each customer has a fiber connection that goes from one of our central offices out to the house. So that's the first part there. It's fiber, so it's fast. a uh, matter of fact, you know, the, the only limitations with fiber is the computer on either side of it. I mean, essentially, fiber's limitless as far as technology and speed. So as we see different um, technologies increase, there's a chance speeds down the road will also increase. So, you know, that's something to consider there. But all, one of the things that Fiverr does allow is symmetrical service. And, and, of course, that's become kind of a, a coin term or keyword here in the broadband world. But, you know, with symmetrical service, it means if you get um, 500 megabit service, which is our mid-range service, That would be up to 500 megabits would be download, and up to 500 megabits would be your upload, meaning that if you're working from home and you have to, you know, not only can you receive a large file, but um, as you're then, you know, reading that information, adding information to it, and next thing you know, there's a 20 megabit file, which is a significant file. If you're going to upload that and send it back to your office, it's going to allow you to upload that with that same level of speed or same speed. So it is important nowadays with folks working from home, uh, the connected devices that you know, they we're starting to see, you know, refrigerators, washing machines, ovens, uh, not the mention. <laughs> don't, be,
1: don't be knocking a connected oven. It,
2: they work it's great. pretty cool. They work great. It's
1: cool. I can ask, uh, I don't want to say her name because somebody's listening. She may go off, but um, a certain device, I can ask her and she can turn on my oven and you know, you we have arrived.
2: Don't say her name. <laughs>
1: I can't, because if I say it right now, everyone's device will go off, and I can't. I'm not
2: Don't do, do it. But you know of who we speak. Yes. So,
0: so Chris, how many Central Access customers do we currently have?
2: Well, at the moment, we're passing over 28,000 potential customers. So uh, we've been pushing about 24,000 for a while, and we just finished up some of the rural areas. So uh, we're about 28,000 potential customers. Uh, We have over 12,000 connected customers right now. Uh, and we've done that within three years. So we're averaging, actually, for 2022, we were just looking at the numbers on that, uh, we averaged 470 installs per month. So, you know, a solid run rate for connectivity, for, you know, connections uh, for our customers. And, um, you know, people ask, why does it take so long to get my service? Well, you know, for, first of all, we have to run the mainline fiber out. From there, we take the fiber service drop to your home, we then splice it, we confirm that light's there. Once that light's confirmed, we actually schedule the install. So it's a process, it's like putting a big jigsaw puzzle together, a bunch of little bitty pieces all have to work together, and of course, with that fiber, now remember, it's got a splice from your house all the way back to the central office, which could be up to 13 or so miles. Significant amount of splices involved. So That's why it takes a a, a, you know a time uh, to get your service up and going. But you know, hey, we're having great comments and very happy customers with our service. So we're again very pleased with it.
1: You just kind of think of that uh, ah, linked into that. Uh, So what are our customers saying? What are some of the things we've heard? Um, I mean, I I know in some things we've heard like uh, Beth and I were at Career Fair in Chilton County Mm -hmm. just this last week, and uh, we had this you know we one we had like a whole bunch of like the high school students teenagers first thing they came up like hey when are you getting to our house when do you get to my house I have to go to my my friend's house yeah I don't have it and uh they're really wanting it and then we had this like very sweet adorable little older couple came up and they're CAC members and they were like just so like we love y'all we love y'all I mean we love the co-op and then they're like but we also love central access I mean they were literally like thanking us Mm -hmm. we're like no thank you you're our members you're our customers but they're like thank you thank you it just means a whole new world and so I What's some of the things we've heard? You may have heard. You guys have the fiber techs I'm sure the installers they probably.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. They, um, as a, uh, a technician going into someone's home, you never know what you will hear or see. So, uh, <laughs> so with that, you know, uh, as far as the comments we're getting from our members and our customers, first of all, they love the service. Um, they love the the speed of it. First of all, um, and who would think that uh, you know, with central access that. You could live in rural Alabama and have fiber connectivity to your home. You know, there's metropolitan cities that still don't have Mm -hmm. that.
1: I do. I have a friend in Vegas, and they do not have fiber. And her husband actually works for AT&T. And he was so mad because they used to live here in Alabama. And he he actually said to her, she told me the other day, she was like, I can't believe it. Your friend down there in central Alabama, they've (laughs) got high-speed Internet in like, Slap out. He's like, and we're here in Vegas. He's like, and we're still using um, I guess DSL or whatever DSL, they have. And he U-verse and he gets so furious yeah. about it. He's like, We well, should move back to Alabama. I was like, come on. Absolutely. Come on. You y'all. can work from home. Yeah. But um it was it's crazy to think that we have this technology here.
2: Absolutely. So yeah, so in that that's really the, the, the first thing is people are just amazed at the service that we provide and the level, the speed, the customer service. Uh, one of the Comments we get often, um, and, and it's it's actually kind of it's it's fun to see and hear. But you know, a a customer will will send in a notification or call and just say, "Hey, we are so happy and so pleased with the level of the install. You know, the installer that was there, the level and the patience that they came in with. Some folks don't understand how this works, but you know, our technicians will come in, and you know, it's, it, the, for one, they hook up the service. Uh, secondly, you know they'll, they'll help you understand how to make it work. They'll help you connect your televisions, some of your connected devices. Again, we're starting to see you know multiple connected devices and appliances within homes. So the technicians will take the time to explain it to do that. Um, but really, the you know the things I, I would say really is just the speed and the fact that it's rural is the biggest um, is the biggest thing.
0: So. Looking ahead, looking on the horizon, what's in the future for Central Access? What comes next?
2: Well, so this year again, we've been um, placing fiber since 2019, doing installations since 2020. So, in 2023, uh, we will finish all of our aerial customer passes, meaning that if you currently have power service coming to your home and it's brought in, you know, through a pole, uh, we will we are, we plan to have all of you guys connected. Um, beyond that, uh, we have some grant areas that um, have helped us get more of the rural areas faster. So the state, the federal government have done a fantastic job with, you know, helping the cooperatives uh, place fiber service to its members. So, you know, we'll be working on some areas that are, are part our members, but there's going to be some, uh, some of our Alabama-powered neighbors uh, that are in some of these rural areas that currently don't have service, some of these grant areas are going to allow us to connect to them. So it, it's again it's a good opportunity for those folks because we know I mean we've been hearing from Alabama power folks and they're like, why can't you connect to us? And it's like, well, look, we want to, but again, you got to remember, our members are, you know are first because the, our members brought us here. So we want to serve our members first. But then with these grants, we're going to be able to work into uh, some of the grant areas, which will allow us to get Alabama Power People. And then from there, we have um, applied for some additional grants uh, here in 2023, uh, which will allow us to get um, into the city of Clanton. With that being said, we do need to be awarded. We haven't been awarded that grant um, and, and guys, it's expensive. It's very expensive to place fiber on these poles or to go buried. So grants really help us to do it economically, which allows us to keep the prices affordable. Otherwise, prices would be expensive for this fiber service.
1: Well, that is exciting. And like I, I saw just the other day that the governor has uh, got some more grants that hoping to give. I'm sure we're part of that because we want to get this out to as many people as we can. It's just sometimes cost and time are just not on our side sometimes. Uh, That's
2: right. And so kind of how that works is um, you do have uh, – so the state, it's, it's actually through Alabama Department of Economic and Community Affairs, or ADECA. Um, they have started with multiple rounds of grants, and there's a new uh, grant that's coming out here mid-year. Um, and, and, and so kind of how that process works is, you know, they release the grant. We, we would apply for the grant. Um, it then takes – several months for them to review the applications then actually award uh, you know the ability to build once we do that if we are awarded we then actually have to you know engineer it because we can't start engineering until we know that we can build it so we'll, t- we'll have to engineer it and then as some of those areas start coming out of engineering we can start construction and once we start construction, you know, then we go through a process and, and we'll look at it in zones. So uh, kind of like we did originally uh, with, uh, with our members, we'll have uh, zones that we'll activate and then we'll notify our people. Say, hey, look, we're ready to install. You know, please sign up. You know, please let us know you're ready. So that's how we'll start that process. So it, it does take months and it, it will be um, if we're awarded this first grant, you know, it, it's going to be, you know, third or fourth quarter uh, that we could begin uh, any construction. So, uh, you know, again, we're we're looking forward to that opportunity. We're just waiting to see what's going to happen.
0: So for non-members who are wanting central access, what are the next steps that they can take?
2: Um, so like we've done um, and we've asked folks to do, um, you can sign up at centralaccess.com. So a couple of things. One, you can go to centralaccess.com if you are a member or a non-member and determine if the area area you are in is qualified for service. If it's not qualified for service, you can then put in your address and leave your name and please leave a good contact number, telephone number, email address, something along those lines so we can contact you. So we do want to know where you guys are. So centralaccess.com, you can sign up for service there. So with that, what that allows us to do is look at the zones or the areas that are outside of our membership footprint the two, you know, to determine where we want to grow to next. Um, I know we were talking about this that this week, is that we, we have some ideas of some areas we want to go into. We know that a lot of folks in our territory, again, Central Alabama Electric Cooperative, we're in 10 counties, so there's a lot of rural folks. We know that service is needed, uh, but we have to know where you guys are. Uh, there is no charge to do that. If you are a non-member, just sign up, again, at centralaccess.com. We'll know where you are, and then we can start looking at um, what areas are coming next. So uh, that's what I'd recommend there. Um, besides that, uh, you, you can, of course, customer service is always a, a good route. Uh, but you know, really, just looking at it through CentralAccess.com.
1: Great. Well, I think that's, it's exciting. It's been it's been an exciting ride these last couple it's been years. A journey. It has, but it's been fun. I'm excited. I mean, it is. It's great, and you know, right know we're, we're coming. Just takes, it just takes a little time to wait time. for us. Yeah, you no, it, it does.
2: I mean, again, just to remember, it's been three years. It's been a fast three years, and um, and it, it's coming. We're coming to you. And once we're there, we're not leaving.
1: I mean, we so, made it through a pandemic in that time. Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty impressive. So, um, Chris, thank you so much. Hopefully, we'll hear from you again, and it will be with some really great, like more exciting news. I mean, yeah, not absolutely. this. It's not exciting.
2: Uh, of course no. not. This is I the mean, most exciting. This is
1: like the highlight yeah. of my Friday.
2: We're going to set the bar here. This rather the bar high.
1: Bar is high. So, all right. Well, we thank y'all for listening, and uh, join us uh, hopefully next time. We are planning to say it's not me. It's you. How to know when it's time to ditch the old hot water here or heat pump. Because if you're getting the cold shoulder, it may be time for somebody new. Until then, stay, stay connected. connected.